Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is, He Did Not Quit. In Ezra 3, the Israelites were attempting to see Jerusalem restored. The first step was rebuilding the temple. After the successful laying of the foundation, there was a great celebration. They poured a slab and threw a party. However, their enemies regrouped very quickly, organizing an intimidation and slander campaign, including the hiring of lobbyists. Ezra 4, 4 and 5 says, Then the people of the land discouraged the people of Judah and frightened them from building and hired counselors against them to frustrate their counsel all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, or Darius, king of Persia. This succeeded in stopping the rebuilding process. The delay lasted 16 years. Their diabolical scheming had worked. God had to raise up two prophets, Haggai and Zechariah, to motivate the Israelites to restart the work. We must take a lesson from this. We're deceiving ourselves if we think the enemies of Christ in America, backed by demonic powers, will give up in their attempt to take over this nation. Ultimate victory over their efforts will not occur until a great awakening turns the hearts of tens of millions of Americans. This will happen, but we are not there yet. Not only must we pray for revival, but there is still much work to be done on the practical side. One of the most important areas is regarding the abortion issue. Dobbs did not make abortion illegal, but simply sent the decision to the states to do as they choose. Some have put strict limitations on abortion, while others continue to murder babies. The reversing of Roe was absolutely critical to the turning of our nation. God holds nations accountable for the decisions of their leaders. America, as a whole, has fed Baal and Molech the blood of innocent babies for 50 years. That national curse is broken. We must turn our prayers to the states. Tomorrow, November 7th, issue one, issue one is on the ballot in Ohio. This proposed constitutional amendment would place legal abortion in Ohio's state constitution. One of the key arguments made by pro-lifers in opposition to issue one is that it would jeopardize many popular pro-life protections currently in place and specifically Ohio's pro-life parental involvement law. Indeed, if voters approve issue one, pro-lifers argue, 
judges could strike down Ohio's parental consent law and minor girls would be able to obtain abortions without parental permission. Ohio media outlets that have covered issue one have made a concerted effort to downplay these concerns raised by pro-lifers in their coverage of issue one's impact on parental rights. Ohio media outlets typically interview various professors at Ohio law schools who say that pro-life concerns about parental rights are overblown. These law professors argue that Ohio's pro-life parental involvement law is safe, regardless of what happens on election day. This is absolutely not true. We must pray that this proposed evil amendment fails. Some say perhaps as many as 18 other states are watching this vote carefully to follow with amendments of their own if this passes. Let's stop it. Another often overlooked tragedy surrounding the abortion issue is the number of women who are coerced into an abortion. Lila Rose, founder and president of Live Action, released the following statement, quote, Ohio voters will soon make a decision of whether to add expansive language to their state constitution that will target preborn children for death and leave women in dangerous and vulnerable situations to be pressured and coerced into abortions. If passed, issue one in Ohio will open the floodgates to abortion up until the moment of birth and strip the rights of parents to know if their minor child is at risk of being coerced into a dangerous abortion procedure. Issue one is really empowering a brutal abortion industry and irresponsible jerks, she says, who use women for sex and then pressure them to end the lives of their own children. The abortion lobby doesn't care about women's well-being. They're merely making it easier for women to be coerced into a horrific decision that will affect them for the rest of their lives. Recently released data illustrates the pervasive nature of abortion coercion. A total of 67% of women described their abortions as either accepted but inconsistent with their values and preferences, 43% of them, or unwanted and coerced, 24%, a total of 67%. She concludes by saying, I call on Ohio voters to reject issue one to save the lives of the youngest, youngest children in Ohio, to truly empower women with life-affirming care instead, and to stop abortion coercion. We must persevere in our prayers and finish this battle for life. 
George Mueller, great intercessor, evangelist, orphanage builder in the 1800s, knew how to hang in there. One example of his persistence in prayer is related by Dick Eastman in his book, No Easy Road. He quotes Mueller as saying, the great point is never to give up until the answer comes. He's talking about prayer. I've been praying, this is Mueller talking, I've been praying for 63 years and eight months for one man's conversion. He's not saved yet, Mueller says, but he will be. You've got to love it. How can it be otherwise, he says. I'm praying. The day came when Mueller's friend did indeed receive Christ. It did not come until Mueller's casket was lowered into the ground. There, near an open grave, this friend gave his heart to God. Prayers of perseverance had won another battle. Mueller's success, Eastman says, may be summarized in four powerful words. He did not quit. We, on the other hand, have mastered the art of one-liners and prayer and think if we give God a two-hour service once a week, we're fairly spiritual. Easy does it might be good advice in some situations, but for most of life, including prayer, easy doesn't do it. A pilot, early in a flight, went to the back of the plane to check on the reason for a warning light. The problem was a door ajar, which flew open as he approached it. The pilot was immediately sucked from the aircraft. The co-pilot, seeing by his panel that a door was open, turned back toward the airport immediately and radioed for a helicopter to search the area. I believe I have a pilot sucked from the plane, he said. After landing the plane, everyone was astonished to find the pilot holding on to the rung of a ladder, which he had miraculously managed to grab. He had held on for 15 minutes and, still more amazing, had managed to keep his head from hitting the runway during the landing though it was only six inches away. Upon finding the pilot, they had to pry his fingers from the ladder. There's some perseverance. Another long associate, anyone, sorry, anyone long associated with the Church of America over the last 50 years knows that our failures have not resulted from a lack of information or provision. They've resulted from a failure of heart and spirit. Thankfully, this is changing. And you are one of the reasons why. Let's pray. Father, just as Christ persevered in the garden and on the cross, 
we persevere in laying hold of what his sacrifice provided for us. He broke the back of death, hell, and the grave. He disarmed principalities and powers, making an open display of his victory over them. He canceled the certificate of debt against us and made us his co-heirs. And through our Lord's broken body and shed blood, we ask for forgiveness and cleansing from the sin of abortion. We ask for a resurrection of America's corporate conscience to, this, to the evil of this sin. Awaken and transform our nation's thinking. Heal those who have been wounded by abortion. We declare over the death culture in America, you will end. We declare over the abortion industry, the power of the blood of Jesus will end your wicked hold on America. We declare over America, Christ's blood on the mercy seat is cleansing you of this wickedness. We thank you, Jesus, for your cleansing blood. Let the laws of the land shift toward life at both the federal and the state levels. We ask that you defeat this issue one and not allow it to become an amendment to the state of Ohio's constitution. Let government funding for abortion be completely cut off. Cause women to think about the life within them not just their own lives, and convict men for supporting a partner's decision, for paying for abortions, and for even threatening their partners into aborting their children. Father, abortion must end in America. Give us another victory tomorrow. I just add to this prayer, Lord, move on the hearts of people in Ohio tonight, this evening, through the night. Bring conviction. Speak to them. If they're leaning toward voting for this, do something. Cause something to come alive in them for life and for the babies. Stop this evil issue one. In Jesus' name. Our decree is we decree that abortion will end in America. Amen. Well, keep praying throughout the evening about this, throughout the day today, throughout the evening tonight, and through the day tomorrow while people are voting. Let's stand in faith for this to be defeated. Thank you for joining me. See you tomorrow.